Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm your host, Sharon Rosine. Our producer is Nick Steffens. Our publisher is Matt Bryant, and we're part of the Southeast Iowa Union. If you'd like to advertise on Washington Live, you want to contact Julie at the Journal or the Southeast Iowa Union. Our guest today is Sarah Grunwald. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Happy to be here. And of course, Sarah wears many hats. Uh, currently, uh, Outreach Engagement Coordinator for Johnson County Public Health, mm-hmm. former Main Street Director. Mm-hmm. Perfect that we just had Sam on Monday, Monday the yeah. new director. But today we'll be talking about the new film festival, the Farm to Film Fest, mm-hmm. that will be in 2023, correct? Yep, coming up. So after the break, we'll begin that conversation. Uh, first, I guess I missed the weekend. Nick, how was your, how was your life? It was good. Uh, didn't do anything because we had two weekends of Thanksgiving, and then we're about to have like three weekends of, of Christmas with family. And so Jade and I did absolutely nothing. Good for you. Yes. Nice to have pause. Yes. Thanks to Diana for hosting on Monday. I did the annual family uh, hunt for first shotgun season. I have a picture of our group. We took a, a break to come into Caden's archery tournament. So all of us came in for <laughs> one 10 year old's archery tournament. And we were respectful, but a little bit of a spectacle. <laughs> it was great because during the breaks, when he would come back with his arrows, we did a variety of different gestures, like deer sparring, uh, <laughs> other OKs, like just a little bit of a spectacle. Oh, I love it. Most people were smiles. We had one stink eye. Uh, it was fine. Uh, if Tara blessed it, it was good. Oh, yeah, here's a selfie in the woods. So on the had an opportunity for a buck that was not successful, but I took a doe the last morning I went out uh, that we were not going to show a picture it, we, of. we had a photo of it, and then we made the decision to, to pull to it. To not show the photo, <laughs> but crumpled in one shot. So very clean. Good job. Yeah. Do you hunt? Sean hunts. No, neither of us do. No hunting mm-hmm. for Sean? Nope. He seems like outdoorsy and like he would just... He likes to camp and he likes to fish, but hunting is not very good. something that he grew up doing. So. Well, I will get back to focusing here. Uh... This weekend was also a very successful tour of homes, successful deer hunting, and I will plug an event that I have coming up, the Ryan Doty Holiday Concert at my bar, JP's, is Saturday, December 17th. And we'll do a ticket for just the show or a ticket with the meal and the show. If that's a fit for you, you can find that on our JP's Facebook page. Let's do our police report. I'm glad that you can join it. You said this is your favorite part. I love reading the blotter every morning. I get so much joy out of it. There's always some good ones that are kind of silly, but then there's also some obviously very serious things that, you know, our PD deals with. And before we started the show, you mentioned a favorite with the chicken. The chicken with a breed. So there, it was a couple years ago, there was a, a woman and rightfully so she heard someone breathing outside of her window and got very nervous. And so she called the police, which she should. And they went around her house, couldn't find anything. Um, and she called back because she heard it again. And it was a chicken who was wheezing <laughs> underneath her window. And it was listed as chicken with a breathing problem in the blotter, which is great. I, to this day, obviously can repeat the story. This was probably five years ago at this point. Well, that's why we do it. There's serious things and the others. Um, I've been highlighting a lot of the animal stuff now that we're kind of getting into the fall where the deer are out. Um, But to summarize, we've had 51 calls for service since the last show, 15 in traffic, seven in fire, six in the arrest warrant, four in the welfare check, just three animal in the last two days, twos and ones for the rest of the list. Let's start with December 5. We have (laughs) loose animals on 6th Street in Kelowna. Requested deputy, 92.8 responded, made contact with the owner of the sheep in the 1,000 block of Nutmeg. They have retrieved the animals. This will happen. It happens. We have 
A report of the neighbor putting in driveway stakes and bent them in, so he's having a hard time getting into his driveway. 9211 spoke with both subjects. Unfounded. Stakes are off off the travel portion in the grass. So a little miscommunication there with the driveway stakes. Other things, people being arrested. We have the report of a gas smell. This was on the square here. Fire Department and Alliant responded. Fire Department located a leaking LP cylinder behind West 2nd. Alliant Energy fixed the problem. So good call there. Good call. We have on 250th, striking an animal, red GMC Sierra versus deer. And that's about it for that one. <laughs> we had a request for an officer for assistance with a neighborly dispute about a fire. 109 responded and spoke to all parties involved. There should be no further issues. These are the in-between-the-lines ones that, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it goes. Here's some bad behavior on Highway 1 in Larch. Caller reports a gray Toyota is driving too close and has their headlights on, causing him to not be able to see. Vehicle passed the caller, and the driver appeared to be texting and driving at a high rate of speed. 92.9 responded, located the vehicle, and conducted a vehicle stop at Highway 1 and 250th. Subject was given a warning for failure to dim headlamps and was advised of the caller's complaint. Hmm. That is bad behavior. That is bad behavior. Not only are you texting and driving, you're swerving up on someone, leaving yeah. your lights on, and then passing them. It's some obnoxious. Well, if stuff. you haven't seen the last episode, yeah, but the uh, blue Ford Ranger was back. So go back and watch. Was it the donuts? Been the yes. Yes. We're getting closer to figuring out who it was. Well, uh, yes, because our park superintendent witnessed the blue Ford Ranger <laughs> cutting the donuts, mm-hmm. which does damage. And then we have to bring equipment out, and they yeah. have to smooth it, and then there's ruts. Where did this happen? At the wellness park. Hmm. And this is like our fourth call <laughs> with the blue Ford Ranger. If you Be on the lookout. Yeah. Well, actually, I think parents are now aware. I think we've got a license plate. Yeah. But then it's all like, oh, I wasn't driving. Well, yes, I think they've gone to the home. So. Yeah. Which is very convenient. Yes. Like, it wasn't me. It was a different person. And I don't think it was the same... Uh, kids in a blue Ford Ranger that yelled obscenities at me while filming a commercial. A coincidental blue Ford Ranger in Henry County mm. harassing Nicholas. All As right. a high school soccer coach, <clears throat> I would like to find those children and make them rake those uh, donuts out of that parking lot because we play there and we practice there. And Thank goodness it's not the field yeah. because that's oh. why we have fences to yeah. protect that. Oh yeah. We just have a couple more things before we move to the next day. So it's been busy. <laughs> uh, barking dogs in the backyard of a residence. Okay, and this I highlighted because we had two of these. Des Moines Police Department, Police Department advised they are out uh, with a subject with a Washington County arrest. Lots of things, a whole list of drugs and alcohol. Uh, next one, Johnson County advises they located a subject with a Washington County warrant. So we're put, uh, you know, giving out the warrants and then they're <laughs> fleeing and they're still getting caught. Good. Finally, car versus gear accident. Our next day, as we move on, just had a couple highlights. Um, smoke coming from a residence. Couldn't tell if it was heat or fire. It was just fire. Car versus deer with a Ford Explorer. 2485 Highway 92. Caller advice he witnessed eight to ten subjects get into a box trailer being pulled by a tractor and left going westbound on East Washington from Walmart. 111 checked the area unable to locate. Hmm. Isn't that a curious one? That is a curious I one. I, uh, I wish I knew what they were up to. Yep. And then we have barking dogs loud music in an apartment and a traffic stop where um, a bunch of naughty juveniles got arrested. 20 <laughs> years old, 18 years old, 18 years old, underage, drinking, uh, gravel, booze, cruising. Couldn't wait one more year. One. Shenanigans. That is our police report. I've mentioned local events. Is there anything else before we go to break? Uh, I don't believe so. Well, 
today's show's main purpose will be the conversation about the Farm to Film Fest. We'll pick up where we left off right after the break. Stick around. We'll see you in a moment. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Hey, Andrea. <laughs> I was out on a walk the other day and I saw a sign on a business that said, uh, man wanted for robbery. So I went in and applied for a job. Okay, you're done. <laughs> Welcome back to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm Jaron, that's Nick, and our guest is Sarah. Thanks to Todd for our jokes today <laughs> and for Nick to telling it to us. Yeah, there's some there's some new ones coming. We've been reusing them, but uh, Todd sent me some some new ones yesterday, so got to add them all together. All right, we'll get those in the mix. What well, what we're here today to talk about is the Farm to Film Fest. Thank you for joining us. Of course. And it, this is a great topic because I'm familiar with like a little bit of it, but uh -huh. not a lot of it. So for our viewers, let's start at the beginning, the sure. origin of this brand new event. So uh, about, oh gosh, it was either 2018 or 2019. Um, I was running Main Street at the time, and we hosted a community visioning forum with uh, Michael Wagler, who's the state coordinator for the Main Street program here in Iowa. And one of the projects goals that came up was um, wanting to celebrate our film heritage in a more full manner. We had just come off having the 175th celebration where Mike showed silent films from the Britons. Saving Britain had premiered and was doing wonderful at all these international film festivals. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, we had just um, received the Guinness Book of World Records rating for the theater here in town. So um, being the world's oldest continuously operating movie theater. So you know, all of those things combined, this group of volunteers was like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we hosted a tap film festival and yeah. tap into it and just, cause we're not celebrating our film heritage. And a lot of 
a lot of what we were seeing was kind of downplayed because you know the Britons are kind of they were weird people we you know, we've all heard the story which I love about uh, it and Mike came on right. we're gonna have Mike on to talk about nativity scenes but he talked about Indiana and her what she would wear around the house sure. and, and they were just kind of ahead eclectic. of their time eclectic right yeah. and so a lot of people kind of like downplayed that history but it's really something we should be celebrating and so we started planning this film festival kind of um, Lyle Mowen's my co-chair and he and his wife started traveling all over Iowa going to all these film festivals and, and so what of, does let's hop into that real quick what does a film festival look like it's like you're, you're watching a film right like as a group but it's at all yep. at the same time and you like rotate around or what what does a film festival look like yeah so um, we ask filmmakers to submit films um, that are different lengths so it can be um, as few as a few minutes or a couple seconds. It could be as long as an hour and a half. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's so different... shorts or features. Yep, so we have different categories that we ask them to submit in. Um, none of them are movies that you're gonna see in the theater. They're gonna be um, small productions. Um, and basically we'll have four to five locations. We're gonna be showing films simultaneously for two days. Um, we will show the same films multiple times. So if you miss it one time, you might catch it another time. So uh, scheduling is mm -hmm. flexible for those that can make some, but not every moment. Right, and if there's one that you really want to see that um, it plays maybe at the same time as the two, you may find it later on um, in the festival. Brilliant. Um, I think we're going to try to show them two to three times, so you'll you'll have a chance to rotate them. We should have a schedule of about fifty different films, um, and we may lump some of them together. So if they're real short, you um, do a few. We'll yeah. do a few at a time, and then sometimes we'll have um, film festivals. We'll have filmmakers there to lead discussions or open Q and A's afterwards. And really, our goal is to kind of engage our community um, and like inspire some thought-provoking conversations. Some of these may have um, social justice angles. Some of them may have ag ang angles. Some of them may just be travel films. We, you know, there's like a broad plethora of what we're going to get. But really, we wanted to enrich that film heritage we have in this community and build it and celebrate it. And so we thought that this was the best way possible. Well, and then the title kind of ties into our heritage as well. That's not mm -hmm. just film, but also our ag, yeah. which is farm. But that doesn't mean it's a two-day ag educational film fest. It's no. Not at all. Named to tie into our, our heritage. location, right? Yep, our heritage and our location. And, and we would be very dumb to overlook how important ag is to our community it just it i mean to get here you have to drive through miles and miles of farmland why why would we so just farm be, to the film fest right yeah. right so why would we ignore that so i have had that question a lot from filmmakers like does my film have to be about ag no it does not um it can be about anything i think we have one about a dentist Perfect. Well, and let's talk about submissions in a moment. But Nick, you mentioned you might interject more on this episode because this is your background, digital media production. Yeah. I mean, so you've made, have you, did you make a film for your degree or with friends yeah. or tell us? So I made one that was based off of uh, Aldo Leopold, who was a um, naturalist from Burlington, Iowa. Okay. Just did uh, like a nature video off his. And then I did my own short film a year ago now. So I and think so, we've recruited a volunteer. Yes. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> this is something in. I'm very, very interested in. And, and they're always just fun. Like I said, if there's a, a filmmaker there that can uh, kind of do a Q&A with, it's just seeing everyone's films. It's all it's always a good time. Well, that is exciting. And I think we'll, and you, Sarah's the co-chair for the Farm to Film Fest, will we'll pull into that experience. And it's also nice because as a, a filmmaker, I guess, um, is what I am, finding local Iowa 
film festivals is very, very difficult. You know, if you miss that window uh-huh. and then, or like if I think Burlington, Dubuque, Des Moines has one, mm-hmm. if you miss those small windows, you're kind of screwed for a full calendar year. Yeah. And so having these local ones will be super, super well, nice. And, and it's going to bring in people from not just Washington. It will bring in probably, I'm going to assume, from all over the area. That's what I love how you mentioned. These are not films that you will see in the theater. Your opportunity to have this experience is uh, during the, the film fest. Yeah. How would people submit their films? What's the process that the group is using for uh, submission and selection? So there is a uh, website called Film Freeway, which we're utilizing. Um, if you go to our website, there's a button that which we'll we take- will put in the chat, as we always do. You can click the comment button and find right where that needs to be. Of course, if you haven't done so, you can like and follow. Or specifically regarding film, if you'd like to share or share that directly to someone that you know, that's how we want to build this event. I think. Yeah, Sorry absolutely. To cut you off. No, no. So we um, on our website, there's the button. You go and submit. Um, there are different categories. Um, you tell us what category you're submitting under, and we're currently accepting films under our standard deadline until the 18th of this month. Um, we do have an extended window that goes through February 2nd, but there's a late fee. Um, and we'll let filmmakers know by the end of March um, if they've been selected or not um, and why and how we're scoring. But we, our committee, which is uh, eight people, wonderful, will be watching all of the films and debating them out and selecting and putting them together. And then we'll be putting the schedule together. Is it expensive to submit one of someone's film? I think the um, a standard rate is like 30 bucks right okay. now. Um, stu- we do have a student rate, so if there are student films, um, it's a, about half the price. It's about $15. So $30 to submit. And then what are those funds used for? I mean, it doesn't seem like a big money maker, but I assume that offsets marketing of some sort? Yeah, it goes into our budget. And Film Freeway takes a cut. Obviously, it's a service that they provide. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that money goes back into our account and for the budget. Well, I'm excited to see what comes through the mix. When is the film festival scheduled to be? It's May 20th and 21st, 2023. Awesome. Which is Saturday and a Sunday. We're excited. It's right before Memorial Day, which downtown will be absolutely stunning by that point. Yes, it's perfect. The baskets usually are up by then, the flowers. And I'm going to wheedle Nick to get the park fountain ready to go early. Because we'll be bringing all those people in. I have a birthday on the 23rd. Ooh. But I have that marked on my calendar. I have it in my phone. It'll be my first. I've heard of film festivals. I've seen, like, film festival awards. But I just have never had my head quite wrapped around what a film festival is because I've never experienced one. Well, and Lyle and Nancy um, were great. They, they, you know, they've been to all sorts of them. And there's actually a lot of film festivals in Iowa. Mm -hmm. We when we wouldn't do the schedule, we compared against our own community calendar and then all the film festivals and finding a weekend that was free in Iowa is hard. There's a lot. I think that's newer, right? I don't, has it always been the case or just in the last five, 10, 15 years? Um, I think there's some that have been around a long time. Like the Julian Dubuque film festival has been around like 25 years. Oh wow. Um, Oneota, which is the one we worked with them really quite closely. Um, they're in Decorah, Elias from Decorah and their director um, was, absolutely lovely she shared a lot of tips and tricks and notes and their budget and stuff to kind of help us get a picture of what this is going to look like to get started um and just helped us kind of get an idea of rules we should have and the kind of general layout of all of that well let's dive into that what sometimes i like to ask like what the most challenging or the most exciting thing is on two different veins like what is the biggest hurdle to overcome 
in this first inaugural film fest? I think, well, number one, um, fundraising is going to be key because we have to raise enough money to do all the promotional materials, paperwork, you know, all the booklets we print and stuff. Um, and people don't know what to expect, right? We don't know how many people are going to show up. We, mm -hmm. um, right now, we're sitting at about half the number of films we want. Um, so that's the other thing is that'll give, determine the schedule, how that, many submissions. Yeah, right. And so like making sure we have enough films to fill our schedule, making sure that we help promote that farther out um, and making sure it's worth our sponsors while, you know, that's that's a big thing. So making sure that we give promotion out to and promote our businesses, too, because that's the other thing. Is, yeah, so to the mutual benefit of sponsors, I right. donated I did a, or fund like one hundred dollars mm -hmm. and I can afford that and do that for out the gate, but there is bigger and better and more bang for your buck if you're looking to be a sponsor. We have that form. I think we'll put that out there too. Yep. Because if people are interested and it's a good fit, I think it's a win-win. Right, and we have exposure. you know individual sponsors too, so if people are sitting at home and are interested in contributing, it is a uh, charitable donation, so you can take it off your taxes. At the end of the day, we are a 501c3, so. That's delightful, well, there too. Are, there are options. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to click on to anything that we've missed and, of course, end with the birthday game. I've learned a lot. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, you could do so for May 20th and 21st for the Farm to Film Fest, the very first. I am excited because I imagine these... I like to socialize a little bit and then watch the film. I imagine there'll be food and drink and mm -hmm. uh, that type of refreshment involved in the locations that exist. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that after the break. We'll see you in just a moment. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Cabber Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm Jaren, that's Nick, and this is Sarah. We've been talking about the Farm to Film Fest. 
We've also been working on being more interactive, but I forgot to say that. Because <laughs> 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 I was on the break asking, like, what did we miss? Is there anything from the notes? But the thing is, if there's something you want to know, you can stick that right in the chat. Sarah has been a great viewer and uh, occasionally uh, corrects or <laughs> informs in the comments. I do. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so I know that our guest today will be watching the comments. And if there's something that you are curious about, feel free to throw that in the chat and one of us will, will get after it. If there's a birthday shout out, you can always put that in the chat. You can also email washialive at gmail.com for upcoming events, anniversaries, birthdays, so on and so forth. I'm excited for this first Farm to Film Fest. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, like I said, Decora was really lovely with sharing some stuff and, and you know, we're going to keep it kind of simple this year, but we can always build and... We've had some filmmakers reach out about doing workshops, and we may include those too. So. Well, we have time. I imagine we will invite you back or invite you back with Lyle closer yeah. to the event itself to of talk course. about as things get finalized, locations, and what people can expect. We'll make sure to keep our people uh, in the loop so Absolutely. they can participate. Do we have any birthdays in the chat right now? Uh, we do not. Well, I have a couple birthdays to wish today for Brent Pfeiffer and Jessica Brubaker, who I went to college with. 20 years ago. Happy birthday to you. And I have some belated birthdays for Nick Sorensen, former fire chief Tom Wide, Christy Bean, and Joe Reed. Happy belated birthday. Sarah, are you familiar with the birthday game? I am, and I'm terrible at it, so you may win today. <laughs> Which is unusual, so <laughs> that'll be fine. Who knows if my pop culture knowledge will like do me proud today or not. Well, I was excited to have you on. We didn't get into the weeds much, but the historical and trivia knowledge that you have, mm -hmm. similar for Nick, there's a, a pile of information in that brain. <laughs> not math skills, but... Nope. Yeah, me either. So. <laughs> Match made in heaven, Nick. Yes. <laughs> uh, for, for the next time. <laughs> Take it away, Nick. What's well, since, our... since you uh, know the know the rules, I think we should just uh, hop hop right into it. Well, uh, first, it is the National Pearl Harbor Remembrance yes. Day, oh, yes. December seventh, nineteen forty-one. Yep, December seventh today. I didn't think about that at the start. Yes, however, I skipped over that Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. And birthdays for looks like four celebrities. Take it away. Yes. So first up, we have uh, Larry Bird. Well, let me find him. Oh, he's the other way. He's here. We go. Oh. Which right. someone when I used to make TikTok, someone commented he looks like Jerry Bird on it, and that has kind of messed up my self confidence. And <laughs> I don't get it. Well, because when he was like played basketball, he had a mustache and shaggy blonde hair. Oh. Um, so yeah, I see. Well, you do have those two things. Uh, I guess guess first. Would you like to? Jeez, I'm trying to think. Is he 78? I will go under to 75. He is actually 66. Oh, <laughs> he's, Sorry, he's, never been, he's never been the, uh, the best looking basketball player, but uh, well, so it goes. Who do we have next? Next up, we have uh, Nicholas Holt, uh, almost Batman. Lost to Robert Pattinson. He was in X-Men, right? X-Men, okay. Yeah, he was in X-Men. Well, he's in like a lot of stuff, but he's always in like Super makeup, makeup or something yeah. like, like Mad Max. He's like pale and, and bald and so. Right. Blue eyes, okay. I will say 31. I'm gonna go 28. 28? He is 33, so Jaren, you uh, I, I told you I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> I didn't know it could go either way. What do we have next? Uh, we have uh, Jeffrey Wright, who's in Westworld, and oh, actually so did get cast in the Batman. So, nice. have you seen Westworld? Do you watch any I HBO? I have. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm a fan. I've been watching The White Lotus. Okay, I haven't watched that one yet. That one's on my list. Have you seen? So you haven't seen season one? Mm-hmm. You'll love it. Okay. <laughs> Highly recommend. Okay, yeah. I'll have to go back. Hmm. Old. Hmm? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my turn first. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, it is. Um, 43. 46. He's actually 57, so he's aging. Oh, well, dang. Aging better than Larry Bird. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are just killing it. <laughs> uh, last one is uh, Terrell Owens, the former football player, could not find a photo where he didn't have sunglasses on and looking right at the camera where he was not... Um, Minimally clothed, I shall say. Ah, okay. Why would he? Oh, why? he does a lot. He does a lot of like Sports Illustrated. Uh, well, thank all you. Those, like, he really likes himself. Yes. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yes. All right. I think you are my first. It's on your first. first. All right. So, oh, I should like do deductive reasoning. I can't even see anything. 40, exactly. Like Forty-seven. It's, maybe it's forty-three. Maybe he's thirty-seven. Which are you go, going with? <laughs> I'll do forty-seven. <laughs> Forty-one. He is forty-nine. So, Jaron, you win two to nothing. I am so sorry. Gracious. Uh, <laughs> no, you can gloat. Absolutely gloat. <laughs> I didn't even wipe the board. That two zero. Uh, we'll <laughs> save my trophy it. for another day. Thank you to all of our viewers that make this possible. Thank you to our guest today, Sarah. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We'll have you back when we get closer to the event to talk more about the Farm to Film Fest. Check in the comments to see more for yourself. And if you have any questions, you can put them right there, too. Looking forward to our next episode of Washington Live. We'll pre-record tomorrow. And next week, we'll have Mike Zaz to talk about the nativity scenes at the Hills Bank. We'll see you soon on Washington Live.